My name is Mike, 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 Dark, 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 Dark. And I am Richard Wag, Wag, Wagner. We're back. All right, here we go. Another edition of Radio Waves. My name is Mike Stark. It's Richard Wagoner. And we missed last week because I got off vacation and I got some sort of stomach bug. So I take full responsibility for last week. But we're going to cover both weeks today and very quickly because there's there's not a lot of news going on in general, right? But I just want to clarify what when Mike says that he was sick, what he was really doing is saving elderly people from certain death by capturing them before criminals attacked. Really? Was I doing that? Doesn't that sound better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm elderly too. So. <laughs> All right. Let's go to last week's column first. We spoke a little bit about it the last time we were together. You did a piece on remembering Stephen Clean. Yeah. What can you tell us about him other than he he invented Doctor Demento, basically? I wish I was the right age to have heard him live because the stories that I heard from readers writing in saying what he did, locking himself in the studio so that he can play a Fleetwood Mac album over and over and over again or something like that. It's amazing. The guy exemplifies, I think it was just what we were talking about before. He exemplifies the, um, the idea of album oriented radio, progressive radio in particular. And it's just interesting. The guy was a, a very intelligent professional, and he's someone who is kind of missing. I, I shouldn't say that because there's some good people on the air now. Sure. But his type of radio is missing, and uh, it's a shame. Yeah, but I've uh, got some air checks somewhere, uh, and I'm going to try to find them. And, yeah, he was very professional, but he also, to the listener, he was just over the top. Yeah. You know, there were there were he would do stuff like you said, lock himself in the uh, control room and play the record over and over again, which is really an old bit. You know, that's what uh, Dewey uh, Phillips did with Elvis Presley's first record. So but still there was that uh, element of danger an element of surprise that was going on with Stephen. You never knew what was going to be happening with him. Quick, quick wit and quick jabs to the establishment uh, of the industry a lot of times, too. Oh, absolutely. Big jabs a lot of times. All right. So uh, you did a nice piece on that. That'll be included in the uh, in the written part of the podcast that comes with every podcast. Right. Uh, you found some more KHJ air checks. You, you can't pass by a KHJ no. air check, can you? No, because I have to bring the station back somehow. <laughs> Even if it's just in my mind. This is actually a three-hour unscoped air check of Mark Elliott playing part mm-hmm. of the Big 93 Countdown for 72. I want to say it's, it's not the upper songs, although a lot of them are really good. Um, yeah. There are some dogs as well, but um, it's, just, it's just kind of fun. You get a real feel for the type of radio that was done back in the, uh, in the 70s, late 60s, early 70s. It's, it's really fabulous, actually. But you don't get to hear what came in number one? No. That must Bummer. be fair. But this one, I, I want to say it's like <laughs> numbers 60 through 40 or something That's like that. That's funny. That's hilarious. Uh, SoCal Sound web update. Uh, this is important news for all of those folks that are missing the specialty shows. They can't stay up that late. So they're available. 
on demand. Or at least they're going to be. They're designing an entire new web page. I haven't checked to see if it's online yet. But all of the shows that are airing late and that were moved will be there for listening whenever it is convenient, with one exception. And that's the Dylan Hours. Apparently it has to do with the way the music is licensed. They can't do... Oh that many continuous songs in a row from the same artist. Right. That's usually the case. Well, that's good news as well. Uh, you had some reader mail from uh, last week. Anything in there that's of value? Well, it just more confirmation that people do like new music, whether they are old or uh, young. Mm, yeah. uh, my favorite letter, though, was the idea of KGO San Francisco changing. The, the quote is, this comes from a, a reader named James Powell. says, I think you missed the boat when stating that sports betting radio will fail. The success of the format is definitely not tied to the success of the two sports gambling initiatives on the California ballot, which actually I don't even know if they passed or not. Um, and in a way, he's kind of alluding to this. They have nothing to do with the ratings either. As you stated, the programming will be very inexpensive with the sports touts paying for 30 to 60 minute segments. The only true thing about sports betting, there is a sucker born every minute. <laughs> The audience. <laughs> well, he, he was kind of agreeing with us uh, because when we talked about it with Dave, we all agreed it's not ratings driven. Uh, the, the it was it's it's sponsor driven, and the the sponsors right. that uh, that want to advertise on a station like that, they don't care what the ratings are. Uh, so, you know, the, the sad thing to me in in formats like that is the the competition. It hurts the competition because you have fewer listeners on the band. They're not going to sample. If you're right. you can be the best station in the world, if you're yeah. in part of the radio band where no one's tuning, no one's going to find you. You are correct, sir, as always. Okay, let's move to this week's column. And you've got to jump on all of them because yes. your column is about Christmas. Beginning to sound a lot like Christmas. Has Coast changed over yet? They have. They changed last Friday. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay, so they beat you, actually. Yeah. Yes. Although I wrote it ahead of time, knowing that they would be changing. So I had to write it in past tense, even though it was coming up before. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So, so they, they started up. Now, how did this compare to last year? Did they start earlier than last year, or do you know? They seem to have about the same weekend for the last two, three years. Not including this one, so three or four years total. Well, it matches the decorations going up on my block here in Lakewood, and uh, people are started putting up the decorations as of uh, this past weekend. So, you know, we might as well start Christmas in July. Yeah, well, and if you time it right, Costco's probably sold out of all of their Christmas trees. <laughs> now, so. You're right, absolutely. But you didn't just cover the coast thing. You kind of gave a rundown of what's available in other areas in terms of Christmas? Well, Sirius XM is doing their typical channels. They're doing a whole lot streaming this year. They have the the ones on uh, on the bird, I called it, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six or seven of them that are on now or will come on within minutes of you hearing this. And then they have a whole bunch of streaming only ones. So I want to say they probably have a total of about, I don't know, 19 of them, something like that. Wow. But... As you know, 19 is just not enough. So we need to increase that by about 100 and get over to AccuRadio, 
They have 111 channels, which beats last year's record by one, I believe. Uh, Christmas oldies, Christmas reggae, Christmas Brazilian, Christmas party, Christmas country, Christmas standards, <laughs> Christmas classical, Christmas choral, Christmas easy listening. Combinations of those things. Song Stations that are dedicated to just one song done by multiple artists. Oh, Rock my God. The Christmas tree. Uh, I forget all the others. So. Amazing, isn't it? Yep. But, you know, that's what the Internet can do. Yeah. You know, they're all jukeboxes, though, I assume. Well, what's interesting about this one, they are jukeboxes, but the, the music itself is handpicked by someone. Right. Not just and, a mechanical, let's program this in, they're going to randomly pick these. Right, up. right. And that's that's good on its own as well. There, there's a certain uh, uh, danger to that. If, right. If, if the programmer is is good at what they do, so well, that's amazing. And you also mentioned Saul's doing some yeah, things. Saul's right? going to do something. I don't know the details, but he he sent out a kind of a secret message saying, uh, "Yes, I am doing something. It's in the works." So I have a feeling what he's going to do is probably something. He'll probably take the Go Country signal and turn it to all country like they did for a while. I've always wondered why he doesn't do Country Christmas, but yeah, exactly. There's plenty yeah. of Country Christmas songs. Yeah. Otherwise, they're kind of competing straight against Coast, which is really difficult since they have the, the name and the image. Sure. So I think that online, though, he's, he might be doing something with his oldies HD channel, mm. uh, and uh, which is also online as well. And right. he might be doing something with the standards. I wouldn't be surprised if he even throws in some classical, too. So I have a feeling he's going to integrate it into all of the stations in some way, maybe not necessarily full-time. Right, right. Well... If you want to hear Christmas music, there's plenty of places to hear it. Yes. And we haven't even talked about Spotify and all the other, <laughs> you know, YouTube has a couple of Christmas channels, I know. And it's just crazy. It's crazy. But uh, it's beginning to look a lot like yeah. Christmas, right? I'm wondering when it will be that someone actually does it 24-7, 365. It should be right around the corner. Yeah. Just work. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely do. We should, before we go, this isn't in your column, but uh, as of this recording day, which is uh, Wednesday, the what's the date? 16th. Wednesday, the 16th. This is the anniversary of when the sound went off the air. Yeah. So we tip our hat to our buddy and uh, cohort, uh, Dave Beezing. He put together a great station and uh, they got to say goodbye, and it was a great goodbye, and uh, this is the anniversary of that goodbye. So We should have had him on tonight because I'm sure there's nothing that he wouldn't like to do more than to talk about it again. Well, that's the good thing about having him on is we can talk about it anytime he's on. And there's, there's plenty of things to talk about in relationship to regular – radio today and the way he did it back then so the fact no. that that station was kind of an accident is kind of an interesting story in and of itself so yeah yeah absolutely anything else going on in the radio world nothing that i can think of but i'll probably think of it later of course and it'll appear in a future column no doubt all right well that does it for another edition of radio wave sorry we missed you a week but we're back and we will see you next week on Radio Waves.